and welcome back to Rush Hour. I'm Nicole. And I'm Amukta. And we do not have too much time to record today for this segment, so we're just going to get straight into our big news topics of the week. To start off, um, we want to shed some light on this topic. It is well known by now that there was a devastating earthquake that hit Syria and Turkey on Monday, February 6th, to be one of the strongest to hit the region in the last century. It was a 7.8 magnitude with over 300 aftershocks and the death toll exceeded has exceeded 20,000 people so far. So really catastrophic. Catas- catastrophic? Sure. Catastro- it's catastrophic. <laughs> catastrophic. Oh my god. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> okay. Um, what's worse is the area hit was already dealing with a cholera outbreak and harsh winter weather. Turkey also houses 3.6 million Syrian refugees who fled from the Syrian civil war, and many live in the south of the country, which was the part that was struck. So while some nations, such as um, the UK, have already began to help, there are also many organizations that are accepting donations to go straight to the aid of the people that have been affected. Some of these organizations are the Syrian American Medical Society, UNICEF, the White Helmets, And the Turkish Red Crescent, as well as there's tons more. Um, And there is an extensive list of on the Time website at time.com if you want to learn more and want to help donate to that cause. And it's an ongoing thing right now. So it it hasn't stopped yet. Um, So it's pretty current. And yeah, (laughs) I don't know what I was trying to say. I had something in my mind. It's important. Yeah. But um, more locally in the country, a Delaware man who carried the Confederate flag into the Capitol building during the January 6th riot, um, he was sentenced to three years in prison. And his actions were considered incredibly offensive because he even jabbed the flag towards uh, a black police officer who was on duty at the time. And in the court, this is what he said. He said, I thought that standing there and using my voice was protected under freedom of speech, but I know I crossed the line. And I never wanted to send a message of hate. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. It's, like, weird that it's still... I mean, it was three years ago, and it's still... Yeah. Like, things like this are still coming up in the news. But, I mean, yeah, I'm glad that they... That people that did that are getting some punishment. because right. It's being addressed. Yeah, it is still being addressed. Because I know that there was not as many... I don't know, not as many, like, arrests as certain people wanted when it first happened. So now they're coming up later. Um, There have been a few, a lot of deaths of, like, famous singers and musicians recently. And yesterday there was another. The legendary composer and songwriter Burt Bacharach passed away on Wednesday at age 94. He wrote dozens of pop top 10 hits in the 1960s and 70s, including Dionne Warwick's I Say a Little Prayer. He won eight Grammys, three Oscars, two Academy Awards, and many more awards for his composing of Broadway musicals and various songs. And he was big in the music game, um, almost 100 years old, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a good long life. Yeah. Which he did a lot with, so rest in peace. And... Again, more internationally, the president of SpaceX, Gwynne Shotwell, admitted to preventing Ukraine's use of the Starlink satellite technology against against Russia in 
their ongoing like conflict. So this this Starlink satellite technology, it's new technology that um, SpaceX has been providing to the Ukrainian military in hopes that they'll use it for rescue missions and comms and stuff like that. But um, Shotwell claims that this is because Starlink said it was okay to use for these purposes, but it was never actually intended for offensive uses. So if they were using the the technology to attack um, Russia's army, that's not what um, SpaceX had intended for it, and therefore they have started restricting their access to the technology. And Elon Musk had always had weird tension with Ukraine's military, um, especially because he tweeted last October that Ukraine should just stop trying to reclaim parts of their land like Crimea um, in order for peace. And he said that was like the best peace strategy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that is just, I don't know. There's like so much going on in Ukraine with that it's war right now. And ongoing. yeah, it's interesting that like SpaceX is getting involved in this like, disrupting it i feel like elon musk always has some way of although yeah i don't know if it's that surprising (laughs) it's just like when i think of like ukraine russia war news i would never like be like spacex is gonna be in the loop yeah Mm -hmm. but that is interesting and that is the that is all of our big pieces of news Mm -hmm. uh we have some speed news and good news now so um, just to get right into speed news, um, the suspected Chinese surveillance, surveillance balloon was shot down on Saturday, and it has been confirmed that there was electronic surveillance technology capable of monitoring U.S. communications. And also, it was part of an apparent fleet of balloons that had flown over 40 countries and five continents. So... This there's obviously much more to the story. It's not exactly speedy news per se, but we already did talk about it in our last in our last shows, so we didn't want to repeat too much of what we've already said. But like we said last time, there has been more um stuff emerging and there's more now that they've shot it down, they're able to get all of the information that it was tracking and see like what exactly it was tracking. If it was just a weather balloon or if it was something more than that. And that's what's being uncovered right now. So that is some interesting stuff going on. Um, Next up, fans are excited for the Super Bowl this weekend with the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles, as well as Rihanna's halftime show. I know that we did, we had one um, episode, I think it was last, yeah, last year, talking about one of our speed news was that Rihanna was going to play the Super Bowl halftime show. And it was thought that Taylor Swift was going to, but then it was Rihanna. And I personally am very excited for this halftime show. I... That and the Puppy Bowl are usually my favorite my favorite things to watch during Super Bowl Sunday. So that'll be really exciting to see her and her performance, see what she does, because those are always really, really big shows. Um, lastly, for speed news, the International Olympic Committee is trying to convince Ukrainian athletes to reverse their threat of boycotting the 2024 Paris Olympics if Russia and Belarus athletes remain. Which actually, Amukta wrote this, so I didn't 
really know about this before now, but that is interesting to think about. I do not blame the Ukrainian athletes at all for boycotting the Olympics if Russian and Belarusian athletes are still participating and they're letting those people participate, especially because everybody has taken out like Russian athletes from so many other sports and stuff like Formula One. And I don't know, there's been a lot of sports and a lot of things that Russian athletes have been taken out of. So I'm not sure why the Olympics is not doing the same, but that is interesting. And it's interesting to see what will happen if the Russians will win or the Ukrainians in that smaller battle. But that is all for speed news. We're just going to end this segment with a bit of good news. And this is not exactly all good. It's more bittersweet, but it's definitely a lot more lighthearted news, I would say. First up, a dog was abandoned in the deserts of Nevada, but that's the sad part. (laughs) But the good part is that it has been found living with a pack of coyotes for several months, which is kind of like, I don't know if I remember this correctly, but like, I think that's like what the jungle book is, is that little kid is abandoned and starts living with the animals in the jungle. And I don't know, he seems pretty happy in like their little songs, but hopefully this dog is as happy as that kid. It seems, I don't know, it's like with his ancestors. So it's weird to not talk, to be discussing this with Amukta, but we'll be back, I promise. Um, And then our last piece of news today, last piece of good news as well, as in Syria, amidst the earthquake, an infant girl was born in the rubble. Sadly, her mother died after birth, but now thousands of people are stepping up and want to adopt her. So that is another very bittersweet. She is now an orphan. Gosh, there's a lot of like orphans in the good news this week, but it is really nice that so many people are standing up to try and adopt her and give her a good home and that she was able to defy um, being born in such harsh circumstances and she was able to survive that and is now living today. Well, that is all of our news for today. I recently went around asking people what their death row last meal would be for the question of the week. And we had a lot of pretty interesting responses. So I compiled them up and here it is. What would be your death row meal? My death row meal would be butter pasta, like al dente, you know, and then some lemon pepper grilled chicken but on the side, and then a white chocolate raspberry bunk cake from Nothing Bunk Cakes. Oh my god. IHOP's buttercream pancakes with, like, strawberries on it. Um, mine would probably be a McDonald's Happy Meal. I'd probably say, like, a good steak. Mac and cheese, but not the Beecher's one, because it's too cheesy. The Beecher's mac and cheese. <laughs> okay, so it needs to be something that's, like, a limited edition, like, food item. 
items so you basically get more months on your death sentence so you can basically live longer during that time so like i don't like these stuff but like a shamrock shape a mcrib you'll survive for like a few more months depending on like what time you were sentenced to death okay. a school cookie and um features mac and cheese and a pretzel the burger from five guys and the fries. Oh no, the pagacha burger. Probably like sushi. McDonald's french fries. Mine would probably be an iced coffee and a grilled cheese from Starbucks. I think it would be like mole or enchiladas with um, lots of beans and some cheese on top. As far as serious things go, I'd probably just ask for some, like, my dad makes really good rack of lamb with like a nice raspberry sauce. But if I was trying to be funny, I'd do what another guy I know of did. He watched Lord of the Rings with some ice cream and chocolate sauce. All right, that was everybody's answer. And I thought there were some pretty interesting ones there. Do you, I, I especially liked the waiting and getting something that was like out of season. So they have to right, let you. Right. Although they'd probably be like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but can you really refuse like a death row meal request? That would be, it would yeah, be inhumane. <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you choose from um, death row? Oh, okay. So I've always had a really big sweet tooth, but like I don't indulge in it too much because you know it's not healthy. But if I was on my death row, I just ask for like a plate of desserts. And just eat everything. I'd eat every single thing with no regrets. I would probably do that. I would probably have, like, (laughs) a really, really extensive list of, like, all the food I like. (laughs) I don't really have a favorite. But I would probably... I would probably need some In-N-Out animal fries. and <laughs> What are In-N-Out animal fries? They are fries, but they have like this really good sauce. I don't even know what's in the sauce. I just, whenever <laughs> I'm there, I order them, and it's so good. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I would definitely need some of those, and then some like Italian gelato, like authentic. Mm. They need to go to Italy, bring or it back. Or take you to take Italy. Take me to Italy. <laughs> I would love that even better so I can have some gelato (laughs) as my last meal. But, yeah. Although having gelato in Italy and animal fries in L.A. would be kind of... Just travel the world at that point. Yeah. I can just have, like, a little (laughs) death row travel experience and go eat all of my food around the world. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. That is all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and we will be back next week, same time, same place, from 5 to 6 p.m. here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. You're just like my favorite song going round and round my head. Like my favorite song going round and round my head. Five days on the freeway, riding shotgun with you. Two hearts in the fast lane, we had big dreams in blue. Playing sweet child of mine. And I still feel that line Where are you now? Where are you now? Hey, it's been too long Too long ago, my love Where did we go wrong? Too late to turn around Where are you now? Where are you now? Hey, it's been too long You're just like my favorite song Going round, round my head Like my favorite song Going round, round my head you're just like my favorite song going round and round my head. Like my favorite song going round.
Untangled. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Theodore Freeman, the engineering director for the station. I am in charge of everything that makes our station run, such as the microphones, the monitors, the soundboards, and headphones in all six of our studios. All of this state-of-the-art technology has been purchased through funds raised by the KMIH Booster Club, which is currently raising those funds this month. If you can donate any amount of money to make this station sound so much better, even just a dime, we'd be eternally grateful. If you'd like to donate, please head to 889thebridge.org slash donate now. Once again, 889thebridge.org slash donate now. I'm Theodore Freeman, the engineering director for 889 The Bridge, and... Edit 4's computer has detected a catastrophic failure. Ugh, that's the fourth time this week! Let's get back to the music while I see what went wrong. KMIH Mercer Island 88.9 The Bridge, adult radio made by high school kids. KMIH Mercer Island, it's time for your daily news report. In Hamlet Road in South London, a letter that was supposedly sent in 1916 was just received more than a century later. 